This is Mainspring Family Wellness, where transformation takes root. This podcast is for parents pursuing both personal growth and family wellness. We will cover relevant topics that help us reflect, make educated choices, and parent effectively. My name is Kristen Perlmutter. I'm an educator, a philanthropist, and a mother of three who is passionate about personal growth and seeing families at their optimal wellness. And I'm Dr. Jenna Flowers, a marriage and family therapist, author of The Conscious Parents Guide to Co-Parenting, speaker, and mother of three. Welcome to Mainspring Family Wellness, podcast number seven, Summer Survival Skills. Oh, this is a really important topic right now for those of us whose kids just got out of school or about to get out of school. So as parents, you know, we're so happy that school is out, but it's also bittersweet Mm -hmm. and it means playing cruise director and camp director and it can make your family life uh, potentially more stressful when really we're looking for less stress in the summer. And we have two fabulous guests here today, fellow mothers, Mohini Sony and Amy Ransford. And they're going to share some uh, wisdom that they have uh, developed, I don't know if that's the word, uh, over the years from their own families. Um, Mo, do you want to share a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, thank you for having me. Um, I'm excited to be recording my first podcast with you guys. It's great to have you here. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, I have, um, on a good day, three kids um, that range <laughs> in age from 11, uh, 8, and 5. So uh, the two older ones are boys, and the youngest is a girl. And um, I hope that I can, um, you know, offer some of, you know, what our family does for the summer. And it does ebb and flow. So I'm excited to to get started here. Thank you. Thanks for being here. And (laughs) I have three kids, too, and they're all boys. So that leads to a little bit of craziness at my house. Mm -hmm. And I have an 11-year-old, a 9-year-old, and a 5-year-old. And our summers are always evolving. So (laughs) that's true. Yeah. Good word. Well, we thought this was a great topic, you know, for summer survival skills because everybody loves summer, right? Mm -hmm. And we love having special time with our families at home. But we also have to acknowledge that summer can get really crazy. Yes. Like, you know, sleeping in Mm -hmm. or going to bed too late. Mm eating junky food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Our routines get really mixed up. And there's a part of us that kind of likes the idea of like, let's change up the routine. Let's mm-hmm. not have to to abide by that. But then we also recognize, wow, our kids also still need a little routine too, right? And Definitely. I think us as parents need uh, some routine. So yes. this conversation today is about what works for all of us, what doesn't, mm-hmm. and then maybe we can even come up uh, with some solutions going forward for this summer. Some, yeah, like a summer toolkit. Yeah, yes. <laughs> toolkit. That's exactly Absolutely. what we need. So what do you both enjoy about summer with your kids? I love that my kids are out of school. My last one just started school full-time this year, and that was a hard transition for me. So this summer, I'm really looking forward to having them all at home and just enjoying time with them mm-hmm. because they're gone all day from 8 to 3.30 every day. And then all your evening activities. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we don't have a lot of solid time together making yeah. memories. 
Yeah, I know so. for myself, we just finished uh, baseball. We're not going to do baseball this summer. So it's it feels kind of good to not have practices yes. to have to get to and weekend games that we can actually just have more downtime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, summer is just that. It's I need it. Um, I require the change. And um, I I would think that my kids need it, too. Um, and just, you know, in the last few days, I think that, you know, we've all kind of been able to de- uh, breathe a little bit deeper and um, and things aren't as uh, stressful in terms of the the scheduling. Nice. Yeah. What about you, Kristen? Um, I, I love the change too, but I do think that, um, I don't know about you guys, but I, last week we got out of school and it was sort of an emotional time too, um, for myself and for at least two of my kids. And I, I think maybe it was because of that change. So, um, and then I, (laughs) I sometimes feel like in the summer with the change, there are some bad habits that start to uh, happen in my house like you know the we have all these structured rules during the school year and then school gets out and everything and that's definitely partially my fault everything kind of goes out the window woohoo it's summer yeah. iPads. And it's hard to get them back on schedule too yes. at the end of the summer yes yeah so it's I I really keep using that word bittersweet because I do love the freedom but I think there is uh, a downside to the unstructured play, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Something that I struggle with is like just finding time to myself because during the school year, there's a little more structured time that I can carve out for myself when the kids are at school. So how do you maintain that in the summer so you're not losing your sanity? <laughs> Well, I think that part of that starts with how do you plan out the summer for your kids Yeah. so that then you can start to put chunks of time in for just a little, you know, some little self-care time for you, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. you are you have more time now with, with the kids during the summer, but yet, you know, when your kids are in school, you, it's typically, at least for stay-at-home moms, to have some kind of time for themselves during the hours of 9 to 3. For working moms, uh, you have to still kind of carve out some time uh, between the work schedule and then the kids' schedule. So summer puts a lot of pressure uh, sometimes on having some alone time, but then having family time because oftentimes we have even more family time during the summer. Yeah. Yeah. And Jenna, I mean, how do you do that, juggle the work and summer schedule. I'm fortunate that I, because I have a private practice, I have to set my schedule uh, in the office. Mm-hmm. But then I choose not to take on any more patients. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just kind of work with the people that I work with so that I can make enough time to get home earlier. And I really do want to enjoy the summer. I want summer evening bike rides and things like that that are really, you know, a bonfire or things like that that are really enjoyable for Mm -hmm. living in Orange County like we do. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, I have those memories with with the kids. And then during the day, I try to plan camps, you know, that I feel like are really productive. Mm -hmm. Now, I have an older one that's 18. So last summer for us was about trying with a second try for the ACT and, right. you know, getting those classes in, um, building up math skills, mm-hmm. all of that stuff, and working with a college uh, admissions counselor to get everything ready to go. And, and now we're set. You know, college is, 
is ready. We've got orientation coming up. So I'm kind of working on like three different developmental stages in my home with an 18-year-old, 11, and 7. And so the 18-year-old, this is her last summer at home, right? Right. And then she goes to school mid-August. That, there's no pressure there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I yeah, mean, yeah, what is she going to do all summer with her <laughs> new freedom? <laughs> Drive you crazy? No. <laughs> well, hopefully it's about – I kind of actually would love to see her do some personal growth work before she mm. goes and uh, to have some really fun downtime with her friends too. Um, but then maybe some volunteering and uh, mm. finding an internship. So all of that stuff is kind of – set up for her to to embrace for the summer um but i don't believe in just uh summer netflixing you know binging on 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 her bed and just you know having nothing to do yeah that just sounds like put a fork in my eye (laughs) right that will lead to some brain drain too right yeah yeah what about what about you amy well that's how i feel i feel like every day there are days that i want my kids to wake up and just sit and be mellow and watch TV. But overall, when we don't have plans, I like to make sure we've done one. We call them adventures in my house, like one adventure every day, because I like to feel like I've completed something in Mm -hmm. my life. And if even if it's a small activity, like yesterday, we went and looked at the sculpture garden at the library, and then went to the library. But even those little things, I think, are um, meaningful for me. And hopefully, it's memories with them. and, And it's getting them out of the house. It's getting them away from the TVs, which is, mm-hmm. it. that is a big issue in my now, house. Now, do you guys yeah. do any kind of enrichment when it comes to, st- you know, further studying during the mm-hmm. summer? Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about that? What summer is, is gaining some independence. And so, um, you know, for example, uh, actually yesterday, my older one, um, who's 11, I dropped him off at the library um, and left him there by himself. Um, I think it was like two and a half hours. He did not have a phone or an iPad. There was no way to get in touch with me. Uh, I did make sure for that you. I did yeah. make sure that the information desk would allow him to call me if he needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just said, listen, you know, here's an active library card hang out for two and a half hours and figure it out you'll be fine mm-hmm. i love hearing this yeah. i love it this too. is this is how we grew up yes and the, right? the, yes. so for me the this summer is independence like yeah. that's where the school year unfortunately doesn't have extra time to be cultivating these things it, it, it should but in in all reality you know i think that it's very challenging for us as a family to try to to do that, I mean, it's like one more thing on the list, whereas for summer, it just seems very natural. Yeah, yeah. yeah we don't do academic camps, but we uh, they have to read every day, and they have little math workbooks that they have to work yeah. on. And it's just because I don't want them starting September and being spending three or four weeks catching up. But uh, I like the independence thing. I do, yeah. My older so son did junior guards in that mm-hmm. first year. He was nine years old, and I remember he all he had was a GPS little watch on him, and it was – it barely work to call him and you put him on the ferry and you said goodbye and you hoped he arrived and four hours later he came back and I think of all my kids that summer was the biggest growth period for me and my son and I knew from that point on I could leave him for 15 minutes to go to the grocery store Mm -hmm. and I knew he was responsible and I knew he knew what to do in an emergency which was huge yeah Yeah, absolutely had across the street all of those things that 
they should know at that age. And if they go to private schools, for example, and they're not walking to school, they don't quite get those experiences. Hey, guys, let's talk about siblings and and fighting in the summer. Yeah, that's... I want to. I need some. I need a toolbox for that in my house. <laughs> yeah, because there, there, there does seem to be a little more fighting going on when there's when there's less structure at mm-hmm. home. When do you um, find that your children are fighting at home? In the morning when they have nothing. Yes, yeah. planned so when they're for bored. the day. Yes, when when, bored. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They usually fight me when we're out doing our adventures. They like gang up against me that it's boring. But then I know they're actually having fun and. Yeah playing off each other a little bit. So so how do you guys handle the fighting? For my two boys, the 11 and 8-year-old, um, I have them, um, they tend not to fight if they have something that they have to work together for. Yeah. Mm. So, um, for example, um, I will send them to the local grocery store on their scooters, again, with no phone. Um, they have no <laughs> way of calling me. And they're not gone for more than, I mean, an hour. I mean, ever. And um, but they come back and they are laughing and they're, you know, they're like, oh, my gosh, remember how we did you see that car or, you know, they have this this shared memory now. And so when they are fighting, I will remind them of remember how you guys need each other to figure it out. Mm -hmm. How about you, Amy? I ignore. I separate. I have them read books separate if they're behaving in a way that's driving us all crazy. Um, I do have them play games together, If usually a board game or something like that, to try mm-hmm. to divert mm-hmm. that as well. Yeah. Um, they My kids tend to fight pretty much the exact same in the summer as in the yeah. school year. <laughs> yeah. So totally. I, as a parent, I do think it's a little bit of just survival and what works best. With But I don't think they fight as much when we're out doing things either. Right. Yeah. So... I don't like a lot of downtime either, even though mm-hmm. I'm actually not doing a lot of structured classes this summer. We're going to do a lot more free mm-hmm. enjoyment of our time. So um, I just need to be aware that it's up to me to kind of fill in those gaps when. Yeah. My number one to. go-to is go outside and play. Yes. Yeah. Like, if yes. for sure. Because the fighting typically happens in the house. It is so true. Yeah. So it's just, okay, time to go outside. Yeah. Time for yep. a new yeah. change of scenery. Yeah. Oh, my mom used to shut the door and like, I mean, I think she even lock us out. She'd be like, go outside. <laughs> yeah. And like, we just, and we were, we would just go and be free and make up games and Absolutely. play in the backyard and make mud pies. And um, yeah, and I, I guess that brings up a question that I wanted to, to uh to ask everybody too is like what do you say to your kids when they say I'm bored because that seems to come up a lot too and I I feel like part of summer is being a little bored and I remember being bored as a kid and that was that's when your imagination has to kick in and and you have to find something to do or somebody to play with or something to create yeah you know how do you how do you This is where I think the internet actually can be very helpful, like YouTube. Yes. Because if you uh, Google things to do with your kids when they're bored, Uh you're going to probably come up with thousands of different things out there Mm -hmm. that you would never imagine, you know, and you guys can actually work on that together and then come up with a list and post the list somewhere on the refrigerator so that if, you know, the occasion comes up where your kid goes, I'm bored, you know. Check the list. Check the list. And it doesn't have to be something expensive or that costs money. It's probably something that you have at the house. I think also projects to work on. Um, One of my girlfriend's sons um, 
as he got older and he, uh, he was pretty good actually with uh, carpentry, you know, mm-hmm. and being handy. And so he built uh, little bird feeders. And then he just decided he got really good. And she felt very confident in his abilities because he had proved mm-hmm. himself. He built um, a skateboard ramp and also a, uh, a life-size Jenga set. Oh, you wow. Know? Cool. So having his own little hobbies yeah. at home was really helpful in yeah, boredom. Oh, I'm so sorry. Go ahead, Annie. That, well, that's actually what I told my children. They all had a goal for the summer because of that exact mm-hmm. boredom thing. So my oldest decided he's going to learn to skateboard. Nice. And my little one, he wants to learn to edit videos. Oh. And... He also wants to learn to sew, and then my little one's going to learn to ride his bike. So I that's like my default this summer is you got to go do the hobby, yeah. and it's not just school, and it's not just the camps, but you got to learn like how, how to be. I like how you had them identify those goals. Yeah. Or yes. their... Well, I identified the five-year-old's goal, but <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you need to learn to ride a bike with it's us. It's spot on, though. Yeah. I like it's that. time, though. Five yeah. is, it's time Absolutely. to ride a bike. Yeah. Yeah, I did that with my girls, too. We talked about um, kind of starting a little business, and they like to sew, and we talked about making, you know, scrunchies or slime or whatever Mm -hmm. it is that they like to do and taking that money and donating it to a charity of their choice. Mm -hmm. And that got them excited, too. So just, yeah, creating a goal or a career Mm -hmm. or a project that – kind of engages them and you know yeah. i have a little neighbor girl that has started a dog walking business oh, in I our, our neighborhood so I, I said i will be one of your customers and so now she shows up two days a week oh, it's, it's a dollar fifty a walk my neighbor, oh my i need a dog walker <laughs> yeah that's amazing <laughs> don't tell her that yeah. she's not <laughs> I'm kidding. but but what's great is i said send me an invoice at the end of the month oh, so, cute. so now she's got to put together her little invoice you know on, on but that makes walking. but that that's so empowering it is and yeah. Confident, confidence building, and I, I was love so impressed that. that she put that together for herself. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to support you. Yeah, that. but you know, I think that that you know, summer again. You know, what I tell the kids is, this is your opportunity. Um, you know, you have time and space yep. to dream as big as you want. Yeah. So, what about <laughs> yeah. screen time? Then, what kind of rules do you guys have at home? Jeez. Well, during the school year, my kids aren't allowed on their screens Monday through Thursday. And on, you know, on a good Saturday, if me and my husband are having fun, we kind of ignore the weekend rules and they play a lot. Um, In the summer, we don't even turn on the TV in the morning because it just I can't even get my kids dressed to get out of the house. So I'm trying this summer to implement. If we have an activity, we're going to do that first. We're going to read a book. Yeah. And then they'll get a set amount. And I'm going to really try to stick to that because I do think my middle one in particular has a hard time disconnecting, which is why, actually, I thought that video editing, he's not just oh, playing yeah. absolutely n- needless games. He's learning a skill and he's going to yes. he's going to put that to on his one person following on YouTube me. Mm-hmm. So yeah. but at least he's doing something more productive on the screen than sure. just yeah. playing a game. That's great. Yeah. No, I think the the same rules apply in my house, too, um, because I know what you're saying. Like, I will put a load of laundry and I'll start doing stuff around the house and I won't even notice that they're still sitting in front of the TV or still on their iPad. Oh, my gosh, an hour and a half just went by and they're just glued to it. And not only are they not motivated to do anything or go anywhere, but their mood changes. Totally. Mm -hmm. And I don't like I don't like their little moods after their um after they've been on their screens too long. 
we are going on a trip where we are going to have very, very limited Wi-Fi access, and I am so excited about it. And it, um, you know, something that we can talk about later on in this conversation is summer camp too. That's something I love about summer camp mm-hmm. is that they are forced to you know, leave their devices at home. There's no TVs. There's no cell phones. And it's just totally unplugged, fun, free, um, uh, appreciating nature. I, I don't know. I just that that's something that I'm really that's my goal this summer is to to try to unplug as yeah. much as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I yeah, we so in that regard, we have in my house, we have to have structure because otherwise it's just this. <laughs> it sounds like Amy, do you have a phone for your oldest? He yes. And I block a lot of the stuff off of it. So he has very limited screen time on it I am learning this is my first child with a phone so I'm learning mm-hmm. he's learning to get around it and okay. so we are a little bit of a back and forth right now on getting that solidified but he has limited time I do allow he's my most responsible of my three right mm-hmm. now so I do want to give him some reward because he of my three is also the one that does activities twice a day and is pretty on top of his stuff that he does so I still don't like looking at his phone and saying you've spent two hours, whether that's an hour on music, sure. him sitting there. I'd rather him be doing something maybe and listening mm-hmm. to music. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's why I told him you need to come up with another hobby other than your water polo and your swim. Like we really need something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He could start dog walking and he could listen to his music <laughs> while he's dog walking. Yeah, I have a dog. He needs to walk. <laughs> there you go. So, okay. So I'm hearing all of us are, are basically saying get some kind of routine when it comes to the screen time, though, yes. right? Yes. Because that's Definitely. where we all, you know, sometimes we use it to our benefit as parents if we need a little extra time to get some stuff done. Yeah. But then we see that it's actually to the, a detriment, right? Because Absolutely. then our kids are crabby and they're moody mm-hmm. after. So if certain things have been accomplished prior, maybe it's the reading time or a little of that yes. math time, then mm-hmm. they can have the uh, a set time with, with the screen time. But typically, anytime we're going, you know, not really being cognizant of of screen time, it backfires yeah. on parents. I mean, that's what I just hear across the board. No, yeah, for, for sure. Parents. I yeah. do think what I've learned with my middle one, though, because that is his um, money, kind of like what mm-hmm. he wants out of life. And I do think when I don't give it to him, I feel like I'm not giving him the one thing he wants more than anything. So I have a balance with that because I, I think he deserves it, too. And mm-hmm. it's just a matter of too much is too much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that um, the rules, the rules, um, you know, are, are probably different for every family and every kid. But that does bring up a, another topic too. It's just every each of our kids have a, has a different bandwidth, has um, different tolerance levels. So it's just, I guess, I'd like to hear how everybody keeps their schedule organized. While you know, um, what's the word? Uh, make keeping keeping everybody on the same page when when everyone's a little bit different. Um, so finding a schedule that works for for your whole family. Well, I think but that's a lot easier, right? When we have little ones that are still napping yes. at home, like you know. But <laughs> I don't have that anymore. No, and no. I, it looks no. like it with the four of us. Even your five year old probably isn't napping anymore. She hasn't napped since she was like six months old. Okay. So <laughs> it's been a long, right. long five years. My five year old still napped at at the time. He was just a, a crazy good sleeper, but. 
you know, once we get out of that routine, because the routine is kind of made for us about what time you can leave the house and what time yeah. you can't, right? Uh, that's where then you probably have to look at the bandwidth of your kids and have some form of activity and then downtime, activity and then downtime so that by the time you're at dinner, mm-hmm. right, you might do something very simple like a little walk with the dogs or something very yeah. calming or playing outside. But then it's time to come in and still, you know, watch a little TV with the family or showers and then bedtime. Yeah. So keep some of that routine. Yeah. Keep some kind of activity, downtime, activity, downtime, mm-hmm. because all activity, full throttle activity, moving from, you know, four different active things, you know, is can be crazy making. And yeah. a lot of times I'll, I'll hear parents go, well, my kid just loves being active and busy, you know, and if I don't, then he gets crazy. And so then I need to make sure his schedule is. But that's probably... Uh, because they haven't grown more accustomed to having some kind of downtime at yes, the very beginning. Totally. And the way that they've handled mm-hmm. the busyness of their child is just to throw them into more activity. Yep. But then their kids are actually overtired. So yes. a lot of the, you know, um, distractive behavior or hyperactivity that they may be seeing mm-hmm. in child might actually be a very overtired child. Absolutely. Overstimulated. Overstimulated, overtired. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Which I think my children, my two little ones, I think are like that. Mm-hmm. And I think I have my oldest is still doing water polo mm-hmm. and he does it every night. So we're still stuck to a schedule, a sports schedule. And I was looking at this summer thinking, I don't want to be driving kids everywhere and still having these evening schedules. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking my two children that are younger who do have less of a bandwidth to be doing activities every day. And we're just a lot more mellow and we're going to go to the beach and do those things. Whereas I'm letting my oldest one who needs that continue his activities. Yeah. Mo, did you want to share about your special family trip you're taking and why you why you're excited about it? Uh, well, I guess, as I mentioned, I love change and I love um, difference in routine and ex- just community. And um, and so there is a, um, a family camp that we are going to be doing this summer, and it's in Bali. Wow. Um, and it's um, – you will be staying in a yurt and <laughs> harvesting so cool. rice and <laughs> – cooking it and eating on banana leaves and you know there's a transportation sort of in and around the area is by like a biodiesel bus and you know it's um it's it's highly eco-friendly it's you know one of the it's lead certified um and it's just it's different it's really really different and um you know I think I project what I need onto my kids because that's just what I do. And, um, (laughs) and so that's, and it is, it's, it's, you know, Kristen knows my story about this and it is, it's just something that I crave. Um, and it's almost like I need this and, um, and my kids really, I mean, we, we love to travel. So, I mean, I, I don't think that there's anybody that would say that they don't like to travel or to have a different routine, but, um, you know, travel is um, is incredibly. It's probably at the heart of of why we work um, my, to, for my husband and I. And so, um, you know, this is definitely it falls into that sort of um, that bucket of of 
you know, just change and um, and and there's a difference and there's a different family connection that happens when you're away mm-hmm. and and out of your sort of quote unquote comfort zone mm-hmm. and um, and you know we can't wait so we're doing the family camp and then we'll sort of travel around Bali afterwards um, to kind of have a full experience but um, you know I'll give you guys a follow up when we get yeah. back to tell you how it was. Yeah. That's an amazing life experience. Yeah. It really yeah. is. Yeah. I took uh, my kids last summer for five weeks to Boston to, again, do something totally different outside the box. Mm -hmm. Every day we had no plans, and it was just to wake up and learn a new city and enjoy each other's company. And it was so magical for me as a mom to, like, see my kids. Like, I don't actually think my kids fought very much on that trip. And I... Um, they journaled every day their yeah. activities. They did not like that, but they did. <laughs> and I, I hope that one day when they go back and read those journals, they're going to remember those memories that we all made. And Absolutely. I, I think it was actually very – that experience made me relook at this summer instead of camps every day. I wanted to kind of do that again here in Newport and mm. um, explore the town that we're in and not be yeah. so rushed by schedules yeah. and mm-hmm. all of that activities. Yeah. 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 Appreciate yeah, where, you, where you live yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, I think that's where a lot of growth happens when yeah. you get out of your comfort zone and and uh, have a new scene. Um, that I, and I'm a big fan too of of sending the kids away to sleepaway mm-hmm. camp. I think there's so so much growth that happens and um, in independence. And um, I have very fond memories growing up of going to summer camp. And when I was old enough, I would spend the whole summer away, and I mm. absolutely loved it. And I loved being in nature. I loved being with people that I didn't get to see in my everyday life during the school year. And it, um, some of my best friends are from from summer camp. So I I feel like um, just getting your kids out of their comfort zone, getting yourself. It's it, I feel like I'm more relaxed too mm-hmm. when I I'm sure the kids are as well. When you're not, you know, looking at the piles of stuff you have around mm-hmm. your house totally. that you need to get through. You can right. kind of let go a little bit and look, oh, look at these beautiful mountains. Let's go hiking. Let's mm-hmm. enjoy enjoy this this new scene that we're in or new place that we're in. So, um, And they learn skills there, too. I'm sure they yes. learn oh, yeah. Absolutely. archery and yeah. Yeah. rowing. Yeah. Do you send your little one as well? Not yet. Not yet. So he just turned seven. You can. You can. But yeah. I wasn't. He actually kind of wanted to go. And I, I said, no, I'm yeah. not quite ready I, for that. I started going when I was seven, though. You did. But you did. I was that kid. I yeah. was never scared to spend yeah. the night at someone's house. I'm, I was very independent. And mm-hmm. my twin girls, one's like that. The other one, not so much. Yeah. But I'm pushing the other one to go for a week because I think it's. I think she's going to come back so empowered and confident mm-hmm. that yeah. she did that and went on her own. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's going to be a really, really beautiful experience for them. But maybe the, the little one next year. And then and then my husband and I can go away. I, was, <laughs> I love the idea of summer camp. But with a five-year-old, I always, as a mom researching my whole summer, I'm like, well, I still have a little five-year-old at home. Why am yeah. I sending my other two sure. who can keep that one entertained right. away? Is that is that horrible? No, no. not at all. No, no. Not at all. But sometimes it's nice to have that alone time with one it of It is. Yes. yes. You know, it they is. get to be someone so different, especially when they're one of three. Yes, or true. Even, or even just one of two. You know, yeah. you, you get I to agree really, with that completely. Yeah. Having alone time with them is, is huge. Well, guys, thank you so much, yes. Amy and Mo, for coming out today. And thank you for having us. And helping us discuss <laughs> uh, summer planning 
for our families. We really hope for our listeners that this was a helpful podcast and may it inspire you and may you have an amazing summer with your families. Thank you.